Hi everybody, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome back to episode 95 of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Let me tell you something. It is so nice to be back home after a long week of travel. Yeah, I welcome I welcomed our guests back tonight, episode 95, but I also want to welcome, welcome you back to home and to a regular schedule for the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. It's been a while since we've had an episode go up the night of the recording. Right. It's It was great because while I was super stoked to leave sort of the U.S. and New York City because I'd been here for a minute and I was sort of getting burned out a little bit, when you're gone for a while, you really start to miss all the stuff that was driving you crazy before. And there was nothing like touching down on the like the tarmac at JFK and realizing when I turned off airplane mode that LTE was back. <laughs> That's the best, right? Those high speed internets. You could just hop on YouTube and play play a video like 1080p Ooh. on your phone just without being connected to Wi-Fi. It's great. Yeah, and just not seeing 3G anymore. Um, not having to be limited to a 300 megabyte data plan that only used in emergencies. Oh, you did that too? Um, I mean, I knew, yeah, I, did that. I knew that you had a plan. I just didn't know what kind of plan. I didn't ask the details when you were out there, but I know that you, you know, you had messaged me a couple of times on, on Gchat. I also assumed that you had a Wi-Fi in those instances, like the, like the train and the hotel. Yeah. Uh, definitely mostly during Wi-Fi, uh, situations, but it's, uh, it's just really nice to be home, but a phenomenal trip. And let's talk about it. Yeah. Uh, so we flew out, uh, like Thursday of last week. Like, I guess night. How do you, how do you say that? Is it Thursday of last week? Cause technically we just passed Thursday. But that, that can't be right, right? We'll just stick with the 29th. We'll just say the, tw- the 29th of September. Okay. Let's not get derailed immediately. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not sure. Cause, it, cause it, it's confusing for a lot of people. I, I'd say, I'd say this past Wednesday or this past Thursday. And then I think I say l- the last Thursday, I guess for, for the Thursday before last. For the one before. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so let's just do uh, too much. Good enough for me. Good enough for me. Um, and we flew out at around two o'clock. We flew to Iceland first. Uh, we landed in Iceland at midnight. Super easy flight. Uh, I tried to watch yeah, wait, how, X-Men how, Apocalypse. How long of a flight is that to Iceland? It's like five and a half hours. Okay. It's not bad at all. It's like flying to the West Coast. And you tried to watch X-Men Apocalypse? Well, yeah, because I try, saw that there was a pretty... But, but why try? Did you actually watch it? Because it was terrible and I fell asleep. <laughs> That's funny. This my... was a movie... This is a movie that I waited so long to watch, and when I watched it on the plane, I was like, you got to be kidding me. And I just passed out, like, That's three times. Amazing. Yeah, because I remember when we went to Brazil, uh, we had that first flight to Santiago, and Ooh. it was like, oh, man, like, there's, like, a hundred movies on here. I know we talked about this, like, the last podcast, so I'm not going to dwell on this, but there are, like, a hundred movies on there. And every time yeah. I take, every time I do these international flights, I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch, like, a movie or two, and then I'm going to pass out and get some sleep. And... I end up like watching like three or four movies and I don't really sleep. Yeah. So, so right. for you, you started watching one movie and it was it. That was it. You just knocked out. I just knocked out. And then I was like, Oh, like I woke up and it'd be like a different action sequence. And I'd be like, well, this is boring. 
Um, don't really know what's going on, but I don't feel like I missed too much <laughs> because in my brain, I was like, well, yeah, it's like, well, you know, I feel like this is the same action sequence that's been going on for about an hour now. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to this. Pass out. And then woke up again and go, oh, they're still fighting? Oh, cool. Um, I guess, I, I guess I didn't really miss anything. You just walk back in. So I can't tell you what happened in that movie. That's funny. My, so my, my brother actually, he just had a flight. It was about a two and a half hour flight. And he watched X-Men Apocalypse. And he's like, yeah, it was fine. He's like, he, he said, uh, he, He's like, he definitely wouldn't buy it, but he, he said it's worth a rent at least. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll definitely check it out. Yeah. I was, I, mean, I was skeptical. I was super skeptical because of the previews and what I heard about the movie beforehand. I can't, I can't remember if we talked about this on the podcast, but I was concerned because it seemed like they were making Jennifer Lawrence into like a main character, you know, Mystique. But I'd also yeah. heard that she didn't want to wear the blue uh, makeup anymore because she felt like it was terrible for her skin. And I, I'm totally fine with with Jennifer Lawrence kind of taking a a, a a larger role in the movie as, as long as they explain it well. But if she's not going to be in her in in the in the in the Mystique outfit, the costume, it wouldn't make any sense to me because in the first like reboot, the first class movie, Magneto's the one who told her that she needs to be herself, which is her blue self, right? Because she's more beautiful that way and she's more powerful that way. So it wouldn't make any sense for her just to be Jennifer Lawrence. Right. Um, so I, fe- I fell asleep during that movie. Um, and then I woke up and I go, well, let- let- let's try this again. Um, not the same movie, but let's try a different movie. Maybe, maybe it's just a bad movie. You know, it's like a, you, you can't always, you can't always strike gold with these things. So I tried the movie The Nice Guys, um, with Russell Crowe, Ryan Gosling, uh, got phenomenal reviews. And I go, oh, this was great. Like, I've, I've wanted to see this movie for a while now. Let me check it out. Passed out. Uh, passed out like three minutes into the movie. I won't lie to you. Um, I can't tell you a single thing that happened in that movie. Because I woke up once and they were having a conversation. I go, well, I think I just missed too much. Let me just let me just wait till something happens and then I'll get back into this. And in, in the time of me waiting, I passed out again. And the next time I woke up, it was the end, end credits. And I go, oh, well, I guess I saw that movie. Um, so a really, really poor showing on the movie part for me. Yeah, yeah, you, you um, messed up. You yeah, I messed, messed up real bad. You need some sleep, I guess. Yeah, you know, that's, that's a big thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I just want you to know right now that I was, I'm really disappointed in the team's effort today. Uh, we, we didn't show any kind of hustle out there. Um, no focus. But we, so we landed in Iceland at around midnight and the layover was about an hour. Uh, and then we flew and landed into Stockholm. We get to Stockholm at around six o'clock in the morning, uh, and we took like one of those uh, transit trains from there into Stockholm Central Station, this large train station. Okay, straight from the, from the from the airport, straight there. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And we're like really zonked out, and I booked a train from Stockholm to Copenhagen because it'd be cool to take like a train up there. But the issue was we didn't know how fast it would take for us to get through customs and all that. Cause you know how like different, different, uh, countries do. Oh, 100%. Uh, right. It could take forever. It could take no time at all. Yeah. Well, getting into Stockholm took no time at all. And the train that I booked was for four hours later. Cause the options that we had were either we do it like everything has to hit perfectly. And then we get to the, uh, train station with like, 15 minutes to spare and we know exactly where to go or you know we'll just take the next one but it's in four hours and let me tell you 
Reza, a part of me died waiting for that train. Really? Um, it was, we were just so tired, and like I you've see. been sleeping on a plane, and you don't really know what's going on. So we're just like loitering in a train station uh, until ten when our train leaves, and. We just slept. I slept like a baby on that train. That's what would have happened to us in Bahrain if we missed that first bus. We had, it's funny, we had like 15 minutes to get from the airport to the bus station. And if we didn't catch that bus, we would have been sitting there for like four or five hours waiting for the next bus. And we almost missed it. Oh yeah. We, we, it was, it was like the last minute. We get there and the train's like, uh, you guys, you guys on this? Okay, let's go. And then we got on and started pulling away while they were like taking our tickets. Yeah. Like, I um, hope this is the right bus. That was, that was the freaky thing because no one spoke English. <laughs> we yeah. Just, I hope, I hope this is the right bus. I and see you and it. I are just smiling like, Hey, everybody, yeah, hey, please here. don't Hi. kill us. Yeah. Don't take our stuff. Yeah. yeah I'm gonna try not to sleep. I'm not, I'm tired as all hell, but I'm going to stay awake to watch our stuff to make sure no one in quotes accidentally takes it when they get off because and you know what? Ours was at you the a end good of the man line. for it. I was, I was dozing in and out a lot, man. The, every, like, Probably like you were during that X-Men movie. I'd fall asleep and, uh, and I'd open my eyes. I'm like, oh, I don't think any time's passed. I look at my watch. I'm like, oh, no, half an hour's passed. Yeah. And me over there drooling because I, I, I gave up immediately. I was like, oh, yeah, Ressa, totally <laughs> will stay awake. We'll be safe. I got your back. <laughs> Two minutes later, just snoring next to you. Oh, man. I left I left you out there alone. No, I'm sorry. No, no, you didn't. Um, I was I was definitely asleep with you a lot a lot of the time. Yeah, and so we get to Denmark, and then we uh, I mean, sorry we get to Copenhagen, and we sort of just walk to our Airbnb, and it's a great Airbnb. Uh, what's it called? It's got like a little courtyard, so you're away from the street. We were in city center, and it was like a really nice artist apartment. Um, yeah, I was looking at the Snapchat, the the, the videos that you took of the place it looked pretty nice. Look pretty nice, right? And yeah. this is like the first time I've been using Snapchat, so I was trying to like give you give you a sense of like what what was going on out here. Um, and the first night we sort of just kept it real easy. We 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 uh, we went to this like really vibing place in town to grab dinner, and it was it was funny because we were like, oh, are we gonna know what they're saying? But everyone's English was so on point, like more fluent than I would argue people here. Um, incredibly like. Just incredible, uh, uh, just ability to speak English. It almost makes you think, like, man, if only like we were able to do this with other people's languages instead of just saying, "Hey, you better, you better speak English when you speak to me." It's like, oh, everyone else out here is like, oh yeah, you know, I speak this language and that language because you know the, my life demands it, as opposed to just yeah, if you don't speak to me in in English, I guess we're not having a conversation. You know, like a totally different way to look at. Uh, the reasons why we learn different languages. Yeah. First, I totally agree. Second, was that a half like Southern accent that you did with that? Uh, no, <laughs> maybe, maybe it was really bad though. So I, was, I, I pulled out attempt. real quick. Yeah, it wasn't a full attempt. Yeah. Well, I saw it and I was like, Ooh, that we didn't get off the blocks good with this one. Yeah. Let's just get out. Try to go Bill Burr there. I try to go Bill Burr, but I'm not Bill Burr. Um, and so the next day we walked around, we did a couple of, uh, like, we did a museum that was like the, sort of like the, uh, what's it called? The royal family, like the castle or uh, whatever. Okay, yeah, yeah. Kind of cool. One of the exhibits was uh, the queen's, like the the grandmother or whatever, was like, hey, look at all this cool stuff I found in the closet. Let me make this into an exhibit, which is kind of <laughs> cool because you're thinking to yourself, oh, like, 
your stuff, the stuff in your closet is probably a lot cooler than the stuff in my closet. But then I'm sitting there thinking, wait, you guys are just fucking hoarding. <laughs> like all, like you're, you're, you're taking out like a million little teacups. You're taking out all these old like lawn chairs and like, oh, this is where we used to sit and take a look at the sunset over, you know, the castle. And I go, you, you, you saved this? Like you, you, you didn't get rid of this? You guys didn't hold a lawn, like a, like a, Lawn, a lawn sale or a yard sale, like a lawn sale. Jesus Christ! Uh, and it was, it was just funny, but it was great. Um, uh, it's funny. Cool. It's like they do some spring cleaning, and they're like, as they're looking through the stuff, they're like, "Huh, this is interesting. I think we should put this in our museum, make some money." Yeah, exactly. That's it's that's like, that's the stuff that's in their attic and their basement. Yeah, that's how you know you've made it, though. Yeah. If, if like, if you're so rich that people are gonna pay you to come look at your junk, <laughs> that's you don't put it damn well. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm trying to think because I'm like I'm still so jet lagged. Uh, I woke up this morning at five o'clock. I went to bed last night thinking like, oh, like rather I, I landed last night thinking, okay, I'm gonna stay up. I'm gonna do all this like all this uh, all these chores. It'll be good. Uh, Nine o'clock rolls around and I go, oh my god, the air is like warm blankets. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> and then I I started watching the new uh, HBO show Westworld. Oh yeah, me uh, too. Because like the first couple episodes were up. Yeah, I watched but the first episode I, yesterday. I mean, so the two of the episodes are on on demand right now. Um, but Reza, I I died. I have to watch the second episode again because I literally started passing out, and it's like ten ten oh one, and I go to my roommate, his girlfriend, and I I go, all right, good night. <laughs> um, I just sort of like just jumped out of bed. I jumped out of my uh, my chair. I go, all right, good night, guys. And then I was like, oh great, like you know, in my my body thinks it's 3 a.m. local time. Let me just go to bed and, like, become so tired. I've been flying all day. You know, I'll be, like, really ready to attack tomorrow at, like, a reasonable time. Well, Reza, let me just tell you that I woke up at the ripe old time of, like, 4.55. Yeah, nice and, nice and good. It's still dark outside, right? Still super dark outside. Just wait till daylight savings. <laughs> Oh my god. So what I did was at 5 o'clock, uh, I sort of got out of bed because I figured, well, I'm not going to just lay here right now because I'm like, I'm like kind of like wide awake now. So I went for a run at 5 in the morning. Um, terrible idea because it's really dark out. And like night too, right? Uh, I mean, so I'm coming back from I- uh, not Iceland. Kind of Iceland. I'm coming back from Sweden where it was like, low 40s at night uh. so so it's like really warm to me right now um so i was i was good in that sense like i know the cold's coming you know winter is definitely coming but i was able to run because so, uh, i hadn't technically i hadn't worked out in like nine days you know uh vacation really really messed me up there and you know sort of knowing that i have to work out or else i like my mood is all over the place yeah it was good to like get a hard sweat um i come back and it's like six o'clock and i said you know what it's time to do laundry reza the laundromat in my building is right there i know it's not busy so let me let me just put in uh, my, my the two loads that i gotta do and while i'm doing that i did arms uh at the gym and it was super empty and it felt really good and by the time laundry is done i look at my watch it's like oh it's like eight thirty right now oh oh great People and still like, asleep. People still asleep. And it was, 
it's just one of those things where like you know i'm always really uh i guess active and able to get a lot like, efficient when i have jet lag but i can't wait to be back on a normal schedule i'm telling you anyways let's go back to this trip um so copenhagen was great it's a really small city really quiet city we walked like around everywhere um but it's like a lot smaller than i thought it was gonna be i think it's a city of like three hundred thousand. um and just walking around like you know like new york when you walk around like it's loud as all hell yeah um it's really quiet out there and i always felt like me being the loud person that i am i was definitely the loudest person on every street that i was because i'm just talking at my what i perceive to be my normal volume but people are like dude you gotta like no one's talking out here. <laughs> and I go, yeah, that sounds like a personal problem. Anyways, um, but uh, it, was, it was interesting to, to sort of view that culture. I mean, everyone's incredibly nice. Um, and this really interesting thing that they do is, so we're going out to get dinner. And then, you know, sometimes we have reservations, sometimes we don't. And if you don't have reservations, they'll go, all right, well, we have a table open uh, for the next, like, two hours. So... As long as you can promise us that you can be out of here in two hours, we'll give you the table. Like everything was sort of like time boxed. Um, when we started getting reservations in the restaurants, it's like, do you want to book eight to ten or eight thirty to ten thirty? It was like not how you normally do it out here, which is just you just put in the time and that's like like you theoretically get the table for the rest of the evening. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so the fact that they were explicitly time boxing things was a very interesting thing. Um, we also stayed up to watch football. Yeah, which was well, mad late. Mad late. Cause um, the, even like you, you hit me up on Gchat on like Google on, on Hangouts at, I guess it was my 8.30, 9pm. Yeah. Last Sunday I was, I was in, uh, I was in Best Buy and yeah. I'm like, dude, this is like a six hour time difference. It's like 3am. What are you doing? You're like, I'm watching the yeah. game, man. <laughs> yeah, like all casual, like like what are you doing? What do you think I'm doing? Um, because my friend uh, Harry, shout out to Harry, uh, for still being a filthy Eagles fan, but for being the best guy to bring his sling box with him. Mm. Um, and we just uh, we watched all the games. Um, I got to stay up and watch the Chargers lose in heartbreaking fashion. <laughs> um, as usual, as usual, uh, Chargers are the only team this year. To get to lose the, like all three of their losses so far because they're one and three, um, they were up with two minutes to go in the game for both. Ain't that some? Ain't that something? <laughs> um, it's uh, it, it's it's like classic Chargers. It seems like the, the Chargers and Eagle and and uh, and Colts have a very similar thing going for them. Um, maybe slightly opposite though. Like the Colts love to just start the game off by being down 20, 21 points, something like that. Yeah. And then coming back in the third and fourth quarters to, to like take us a, a three to four point lead. And then in the last two minutes, just blow it. Yeah. Um, the Chargers seem to play a, I, I, my perception of them at least. So correct me if I'm wrong. It generally seems to be like they play a much tighter game, although you feel like they're capable of doing more. And then in the last like, Three minutes of the game, just just blow it, just completely fall apart, and yep. and uh, lose the game in the last like second. So against the Saints, we were up by the aforementioned amount, and then uh, two fumbles uh, off of two drives starting at the twenty yard line off of like kickoffs, um, give them a chance to just come storming back into the game and win the game. Like 
two consecutive two. drives. Jeez. Uh, fumble off the first play of the drive at the twenty yard line. I was like, oh, I guess I guess we didn't want to win today. Cool. I mean, you know, there's nothing we could do about it. If you didn't feel like winning, you know, you can't force yourself. <laughs> um, it's not healthy, you know. Uh, so yeah, it was. Uh, it's not healthy for the fans. I'm gonna tell you that much, man. Yeah, like I'm just sitting there. I mean, I won in every league in fantasy, but just sitting there, like Harry was like, "I'm really sorry, dude. Like I've never seen a game like that." I go, "Oh, that's just you know, that's every week." So <laughs> just Chargers um, things. Yeah, a Charger fans on Suicide Watch. Um, but so we the, the next day, what we did was we took a relatively early train back to Stockholm because we had like five full days in Stockholm and that's a phenomenal thing because if you ever find yourself out there in that part of the world just know that Stockholm is an awesome city there's so much to do in Stockholm it's such a like urban city with like a ton of history and it's just so big that every day we would just explore a new neighborhood and we would just spend all day walking around the neighborhood you know bopping in getting some coffee somewhere because they have a very big coffee culture out there uh the term is called fika, which translate. I mean, there's like a huge fika chain of coffee shops out here in America, but fika literally translates into coffee break, um, and it's something where they everyone does it. It's not even about the coffee anymore. It's just about like spending time with friends and just catching up on the day. So we did a lot of that, like walking around. Whenever you want to take a break, we go sit down at a cafe somewhere, and then we sort of just recharge, regroup, and we get back out there. Um. We stayed at this, uh, we stayed in, so Stockholm is a collection of islands, um, all connected by these little bridges, but islands nonetheless. I didn't know that. Um, so when we booked, when I booked the Airbnb, it seemed like it was a lot further away because it was still within downtown Stockholm, but definitely not like, let's just say, uh, center city, you know, it was like a little bit outside. Um, but when we took an Uber, it was like it would take like no joke like 10 minutes to get down to like city center. So it was good that we were able to stay in a place that wasn't like super crazy loud um, but still not take like forever to get to where we needed to be every day. Yeah. So that was that was awesome. Um, you know, we we took a boat tour, which is really cool. Uh, we did like, it's like one of those like hop on hop off sort of tours where they have the, uh, the headphones that have like every language possible. And then we just like sailed around the, the harbor or whatever and, uh, listened to whatever like program that they had. Now me being stupid, I totally forgot my sunglasses and the sun out there is so strong that half of the tour I'm blind. So I did what I did best. I took a nap. I was like, <laughs> I had the headphones on. I was like, ah, you know, this is this is good. I'm gonna just let me just take five right here. Um, great nap, by the way. Uh, I I learned that there's this thing that uh sort of permeates the Swedish culture. It's called svenska, which translates to just Swedish, and they don't like being brash and like the center of attention. So everyone's like super demure about things, which I would, I found that to be pretty interesting. Hmm. Um, like everyone's like, oh, you know, like. Because, like, everyone's, like, so good looking out there. Uh, but people are like, oh, you know, like, appreciate it. Appreciate the compliment. Like, not trying to, like, not trying to, like, make it too big a deal out here. People be, like, freaking that, freaking out if you, if you, like, gave them a lot of credit about stuff, you know? Right. Um, Actually, let me, let me ask you a quick question, though. Um, I've heard that a lot, that, uh, 
and a lot of other countries, and I think I heard this about, about, uh, uh, Denmark at least, um, they tend to not make like eye contact or smile very much. And Americans are very smiley people. So if you make eye contact with somebody, you generally like give them a head nod or you give them a smile and other people find that weird. Like, did you, did you see that at all? So I can't speak to that in particular because a lot of the shops that we went into were like in tourist areas. So I'm sure they smiled more. Oh, okay. Uh, but I know that they're not like a, uh, it wasn't like, I guess it wasn't like American smiley, you know, where it's like everyone's smiling all the time. Right. It's like, well, I mean, I guess people were like friendly, but it wasn't like, uh, it wasn't like over the top. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sorry for interrupting. Just no, that, it's that fine. Just, that just it's popped fine. in my head. No, that's a that's a great question. Um, we uh, we ate really well while we were out there, which is great. Uh, a good mix of like seafood and like uh, I guess land based foods. Um, I had like one of the meals that stood out was uh, I had black pudding, uh, which is just some of my favorite things to eat. Uh, anyways, black pudding with like a roast pork cinnamon apples um i also had a deer heart which tasted a lot like ham like that was one like when i got it and was like oh i wonder what that's gonna taste like like sort of like i don't know if that's gonna be a good idea but we took a bite into it we were like oh my god this tastes exactly like ham like you i would not like if i was it was like a blind taste test and I ate it, big. oh, this is ham. Like, you're giving me some kind of ham that, that we're eating right now. Wow. So that was very interesting. Yeah. Um, the What else did we eat? Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, we went to this restaurant called Smack, S-M-A-K, which was really good. The It had a fun sort of concept. You sit down, and they have, like, all the silverware. Um, they have, like, a, like a little uh, pile of silverware for you. And in and it comes like this like little wooden tray, and the menu is written on the tray on this piece of paper. And what you do is you circle the ones you want, and then the waitress comes over. She takes a look at what you circled, and then she basically serves you the food based on what you circled, which is really cool. So like you could either do one course, three course, five course, seven course. We all did five courses. And each of them had sort of like a theme, like they would call it like, this is garlic, or this is chili, or this is lemongrass. And you would just, they bring out the food and make, all right, you know, lemongrass was a theme of this thing. So it's in a lemongrass soup with like these noodles or whatever. And it was a fun thing, you know? I don't think I've tried something like that where you circle the things you want. They come over and go, oh, okay, I got you. Um, and they come back and then they start giving you all the food. Right. Uh, really good stuff. Um, so yeah, definitely the food out there is great. And I know that, uh, Stockholm is known, you know, Sweden is known as one of the places with the highest sort of concentration of Michelin star restaurants. But we, even though we didn't go to like a Noma, uh, which is like one of the most famous restaurants in the world, uh, it also costs you like $350, um, which is fine because it's like a great experience and they're closing soon for good. Uh, cause I think the chef wants to try something new. Um, you're still incredibly capable of eating incredibly ta- like good tasting food without needing to go to a Michelin star restaurant. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like if you ever find yourself out in that part of the world, I've got great restaurant recommendations for you. 
I'll be sure to um, I'll be sure to, I'll be sure to, I feel like there's a lot of countries that you got great recommendations for. I what I need to start doing is making like my my brother and and his uh and my sister-in-law do this. They find restaurants that they hear about like cuz they love ice cream. So they'll find places or like ice cream shops in different cities and they'll create little pins in their Google Maps so that way when they're in that city when they're finally visiting, they can just hit up a bunch of those restaurants. And so I need to start doing that because I, I definitely get like recommendations and I don't remember them. And so it's like when I'm there, I'm like, oh, shoot, let me ask this person because I know they mentioned something about someplace somewhere near here. Yeah. Um, we uh, we took a lot of great selfies. Uh, what's interesting is I ran to the local drugstore like the day I flew out uh, to try and pick up a selfie stick. Uh, and in my rush... Uh, I guess I sort of limited, you know, the amount of options of places I could buy a selfie stick from. And so I went to the, like, the drugstore closest to my apartment. But the only selfie stick type that they had was a Bluetooth-enabled selfie stick. So every time I take it out to try and take a photo, yeah. I've got to connect it to my phone. And it's obviously it's janky and it doesn't work <laughs> like a 100%. So I'm sitting there just like, wait a second, guys, like... You know, like the ones with like the little cord on the end of them. Yeah, uh, those work immediately, and there was nothing wrong with that design. Uh, but me, in my haste, uh, I bought a selfie stick that required Bluetooth connectivity, and so that that I just realized that you know some things you you don't really need Bluetooth for, and a selfie stick would be one of those things. I've never actually used a selfie stick, so I never actually one hundred percent knew how they worked. I always did assume that most of them were Bluetooth. Uh-huh. I guess, but I, I guess I also didn't think that they would have to require like a battery because I assume if it has Bluetooth, it needs a battery, right? Yep. They require a charge, uh, which is also just an insane concept. So, so how do charging the... a selfie stick? <laughs> exactly. So how do the non Bluetooth ones work? They use the, uh, 3.5 millimeter headphone jack, uh, for really? the, as, as point of control. Yeah. And that works? Yeah. I guess obviously it works. That's interesting. Yeah. It's crazy. That's really cool. Um didn't know you could control the camera from the from the uh from that. So I guess it ha- it depends on the phone too. Maybe. No, cuz all all phones have the 3.5 millimeter oh, iPhone don't, jack. Don't go there. <laughs> Not all <laughs> phones anymore. Well, no, but I was just saying like in terms of <laughs> in terms of allowing control of the camera with that depending on the well, camera fair. app that you use, but right, but maybe right. maybe it's all the same. But I mean, if we're going to get into semantics, I guess you're right. Not all phones have headphone I think, jacks. I think this is the, I know the new iPhone doesn't, but I think the LG V20, I think that's the name of the phone. I don't think that one has a headphone jack either. Really? Uh, yeah, I know at least one, maybe two Android like big big Android phones don't have headphone jacks. So how do they listen to music? Uh, it's got to be through the USB C port. So, cause, oh God! Cause you got because I say you guys because I know you got I know you got iPhone. So iPhone has the lightning. What do you mean, port, right? you people? I said you Sorry. guys. I didn't say you people. You guys, man. So <laughs> I'm trying to start shit. Um, but uh, <laughs> you got um. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, I know, right? I know. So so the iPhone um. It's it's the lightning port, right, for the charging. Yep. And Android, they they usually they used to use um, micro USB, and or I think it was uh, it's uh yeah so micro USB. Now they're using micro USB or USB C, 
which is slightly different than micro USB. It's not backwards compatible, which kind of sucks, but it's a new port. It's reversible. And it also allows more digital signals to be sent back and forth. Um, you know, higher volume, higher throughput. And one of the things it can do is do digital music, I guess. And so there's probably just a converter that comes with these phones, similar to the, the new iPhone. And you can probably get, you can probably get headphones with, uh, that have a USB C port instead of a, 3.5 3.5 millimeter jack or you can do bluetooth uh, headphones but gross yeah yeah um so that's actually a really good uh segue because one of the other uh, things that happened was i was we were walking around stockholm so doing a little bit of shopping you know uh harry likes to buy these starbucks mugs for his brother where uh they all have the different cities on them you know what i mean you know how like every city had well i didn't know this but Starbucks sells like this one classic mug where the name of the city is sort of written out in the same like uh, font style in every city, but the artwork is all different. And his older brother um, likes to uh, collect these things. So his brother has a cabinet full of the Starbucks mugs from all around the world. So Harry got his brother one from Denmark, uh, from Copenhagen, and one from Stockholm, which is really cool. Uh, that's kind of like a really neat thing to collect, you know? Like, that's a really functional thing to have, uh, yeah. these these large mugs to drink out of. Uh, and it's sort of cool to be like, you go into your cabinet, you see like all these things from all these different like cities you've been to. Yep. Um, anyways... We are walking around, and then we see this store called Pause, and it's got like the pause button, sort of like on a stereo. And I go, "Oh, that." Yeah, that the, two like vertical, the two vertical lines, right? Yeah, and I go, "Oh, that looks really cool. That is that a hi-fi store? Let's check it out." Because you know I'm a nerd about hi-fi stuff, so we walk in, and I'm like, "Oh wow, like they've got like a lot of good stuff in here. They've got you know Bang and Olufsen, they got Peachtree." Um, they got like all these really high end stereo equipment. I'm just sort of walking around looking at stuff. And then this old guy sort of looks over and goes, Hey, how you doing? I go, Good, man. Just love your store. Love everything that you got. He goes, Where are you guys from? Uh, and we're like, New York. He goes, Yeah, but where? I goes, Oh, you know, Manhattan. He goes, No, 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 where? And I go, Oh, like, oh, like downtown. Cause I'm thinking like, how, like you, like, what are you talking about? Like, you don't he's know. Like, he goes, he's like, Motherfucker, I asked you what your address is. Why yeah. don't you just, <laughs> um, it's like, yeah, I guess I live downtown. He goes, oh, I'm there. I'm, I mean, I'm in New York all the time. I go, yeah. He goes, yeah. Uh, they always make me stay in the worst place ever. And he goes, oh yeah, Times Square, like the, oh. the the agency that he uses to book travel with. It's like, yeah, they always put me up in Times Square. And he goes, I have, I freaking hate that place, man. I go, you yeah, switch totally. agencies, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Can't be, can't be having that. Uh, and I go, yeah, dude. Like, I totally get it. Um. Uh, it's, it's definitely the worst place ever. And then he goes, "What do you guys do?" We we talked about how we're all in uh, all in technologies. And he goes, "All right, here, let me come, let me come show you some of the stuff I got." And when I could tell he was getting really excited, and when somebody in hi-fi gets excited, you know you're in for a treat, right? Right. Um. So he brings us to the back room, and it's sort of like a listening room with all these like massive vertical like hi-fi speakers into the wall. And he goes, "This this right here is like the Peachtree brand." And they're a Canadian company, uh, and they're one of the best in the world. Let me show you what one speaker sounds like. And then he started playing uh, The Weeknd's uh, Starboy uh, off of Tidal, um, which is, you know, this 
the the thing about hi-fi is all right great your system is great right like you've got these top of the line receivers these speakers it's great but if you're listening to mp3s it's like you're still putting the regular gas in the car you know what i mean yeah it's you're, you're not unleashing the full potential it's like getting a a, a brand new tv watching on standard def it's just you're not gonna get the full experience out of this thing but he played title uh, he played Starboy off of title and let me tell you on a hi-fi speaker using a lossless audio file it was incredible so it was, so do, do, do i am i am i are you going to be converting from spotify to title anytime soon so here's the thing i looked it up yesterday and they have a 90 day trial yeah um and then it gets to ten dollars a month uh i want to try it out but i know yeah. that they like their uh selection is nowhere near as good as uh spotify, as spotify. but hold on let me ask wait it's only ten dollars i thought it was 15 a month for the high for the high def for the lossless files oh well well maybe but it, yesterday when i looked on maybe it is maybe it is okay. uh, i just looked it up online like do the sign up thing uh-huh. and they go oh like you know a special entry introductory offer of 90 days free listening you can cancel at any time right, before right. and you'll get uh nothing charged so maybe it's 15 dollars a month for lossless okay. and if that's the case that is a lot of money okay, uh gotcha. in my mind to be paying for music even though i listen to it every day uh but you know well, this is relatives right because you're already used to paying 10 bucks for spotify is, is, is spotify 10 bucks I think so. I pay five because I'm a student. God damn it. I know. I know. But I kind of want to get the family thing for Spotify. And there's no, there's no student rate for that, for that. But the reason I want to get the family is because Lane and I both listen to Spotify and she just uses my account. And, um, it's not even so much that I care that we overlap. It's more so that there's this annoyance where, um, the Spotify app will open up or it'll just like automatically display the song that she's listening to. And if I'm listening to a podcast and she hits play on Spotify, it pauses my podcast on my phone, even though it's really? not, even though the music's not playing on my phone. So then I have to hit, I have to hit play again. Yeah. It's a bit annoying. I think it's something related to the, the app that I'm using too. I'm not sure that it would happen if I was listening to say Pandora or like Google music, but you know, yeah, might, might pop up that family plan sometime soon. So how much is the family plan? I think that one's 15 a month and I think you get four up to four accounts for like individual accounts just linked to your, you know, whatever. Okay. Um, cause I, I, I that, that's a very similar issue that I've heard before. Like people who share Spotify accounts, um, if they, you can't overlap the listening time. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. Um, but still, still pretty, pretty good. My brother did get Apple Music and that I think they allow up to like five accounts. So he's got like he's got um he's got space to fill on his thing. So I might tr- I might switch to that. I'm not really sure. I haven't fully decided, but lots of options these days. But yeah, I was I was curious at least about titles lossless audio format, but I know that I don't have the headphones to really justify such a thing and I didn't know how expansive their music library was or yeah. not not expansive it was. Um Needless to say, I was very impressed. Yeah, I'm and, checking out their website right now. Um, what's pause? Yeah, yeah, it's great. You see that old guy? 
on the on his website. Uh, I don't see him yet, but I'm trying to. F- I'm looking. I had to translate the page, so I'm looking. Oh, okay. Through it right now. Um. Basically, uh, it was the founder and CEO of the the store slash brand was the one who was talking to us. And then I look over and there's this massive photo of like this really artistic shot of him with like sound like uh, icons coming out from his chest. I go, hey, what's going on here? He goes, oh, uh, well, you know, he showed us this video that uh, it's almost like a uh, a sort of a a retrospective or like a case study. And he's like, how does a small Stockholm hi-fi company – compete against big box stores with unlimited marketing budgets right and what he did was he created a three centimeter long uh stereo speaker into a pill and he ingested it and then the speaker was inside his body and people could go online and and pay a little bit of money and play music from his body and it got really? picked up. It got picked up by everyone around the world, and it did so well that now he's like got these great relationships with uh, with all these different like major hi fi brands around the world um, that he carries her stuff now. And what he does personally is he installs hi fi systems into people's homes. Um, so he'll go in, he'll take a look at your space, and then he'll sort of like design an audio system that will maximize the living space that you're trying to put this thing in. And he recently showed us a picture of a, his la- one of his latest clients like a week or two ago put in like one of the large peach tree like hi-fi systems into the trunk of his Porsche. Like they specially designed – it's sort of like pin- they pimped his ride out yeah. where uh, they put this ridiculously powerful and beautiful speaker into the guy's trunk of the car, which I thought was like mm, – that's kind of bogus, but like, I do appreciate the fact that you're like doing custom designed uh, audio systems for people, and uh, the ones that we were listening to, dude, were not as expensive as I thought it was going to be. Uh, I go, how much is that really large speaker? He goes, oh, that's only. Now, when I say only, that's relative, right? Um, he goes, it's only seven thousand dollars. In my mind, Reza, it was going to be like a ten, fifteen thousand dollars speaker. Yeah. But I was like, oh well, if it's only eight thousand, the sm- and the middle one was like five thousand, the small one was like three thousand. It's like, oh, like hi-fi is not an impossible thing. It's just that I could never get one now because I get kicked out of my apartment. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, oh no but, doubt. But, but if it's... I ever get like a like an actual house, you know, it's going to be hi-fied out. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, when you when you get your house, not only around the house you get high five, but I I I I want I really want a uh, a little movie theater in my house. It yeah, have to, it doesn't have to be my my first house, but eventually at some point in my life, I would love like a little movie theater with like super relaxing couches in there. Uh, sure. I don't know if it'd be a projector screen or just an actual like you know big screen TV, but then great audio like. There's nothing better than having fantastic audio in a movie. And I realized that because there's this movie theater in Newark that um, it's closed down, but they're actually reopening it now. And it's it's uh, the Newark Cinema Center, if anyone's familiar with that area. And they only had three theaters and the tickets, Lane and I would go there because like the tickets were only like five or six bucks. But you get what you pay for. Like this, the screen is fine. But it was basically like they only had – it sounded like they only had one sound bar at the front of the theater. And that's oh, where all God. the sound came from. And – 
with certain movies, like I would, if I saw Interstellar in that, in that theater, for example, I would think Interstellar was like a terrible movie. Maybe not terrible, but the, the soundtrack to that movie really like it just, it's, it just takes it to another level, you know? Yeah. And, and to be dis, and so I would just love to have like great surround sound coming from great speakers in my house at some point in my life. The soundtrack to Interstellar is arguably the most important part of that movie. Um, just in terms of the emotion that that music brings out of you, uh, or gets out of you is so integral to the Interstellar experience that you're right. If you saw it on a busted, uh, like sound system, you wouldn't nearly get the same effect, um, of like all of the special effects scenes when they're flying through the universe. Right. So, so, you know, we're sort of walking around. And, you know, I got a picture with him and go, hey, man, you are, you're a rock star. Like, I had to get a photo of you, with you. And then I asked him, like, hey, listen, man, what is the best over-ear headphone out there right now? And he goes, easy, Master and & Dynamic. And Master & Dynamic is a New York brand. Um, their, their headquarters are in New York. Um, and I'd always, you know, known of Master & Dynamic – um, and then he goes, dude, come over here and uh, let, me, let, me, let me prove my point to you. So these are these like incredibly like, uh, industrially designed, uh, headphones with like real steel. Um, everything is bolted into place, screwed and welded into place. These aren't like plastic headphones by any sense of the imagination. You know what I mean? Uh, incredibly well designed with like, leather calf skin like uh the ear 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 pads or whatever yeah and he and we listened to starboy again and i'm just sitting there i'm like well i'm i'm sold like i want to buy these right now and so we're looking at them and then my friend harry brings up a good point like you know maybe you should get the wireless ones because of the iphone 7 (laughs) uh like you know just as sort of like a functional thing like you don't want to buy headphones that you're not going to be able to use in like three months yeah for sure and I go, yeah, Harry, I totally, I totally hear you, but I just have personally never had an experience with Bluetooth headphones that was like, oh, you get pristine, one hundred percent quality, one hundred percent, and like the music will cut out every now and again. Like for me, when I wear my, um, if I'm wearing like a hoodie, like in the in the winter time, you know, yep. if I like throw my hoodie up, I interrupt the signal when I like kind of move my head around. Yeah. It's so, it's super, like, it's, you know, you can, you can bear with it, but it's super annoying too. It's super annoying. If you're going to be dropping a lot of money on headphones, that's the last thing you want to be dealing with. Right. So, um, I'm looking at the one that's like the cognac color, the light brown color. I don't know if you have it in front of you right now. I'm literally looking at the picture on, on, on Master Dynamics website and it's by far the best. I don't, I don't like the black one at all. Uh, the gunmetal and black one, the, the gunmetal and black leather is fine, but, this the the brown one's great. The brown one is just like it's so classy looking, right? Yeah. Um. So I'm looking at that one. I go, I want that one. I want that one so bad. Um. And he goes, Yeah. And we also got like these new ear pads that came in recently. These aren't even being sold yet. And I go, Hey, Bradley, when when people say that stuff, you know, it gets to me, right? Like, <laughs> oh, you're telling me I got something right now that nobody has. He goes, Yeah, we got like these new like red wine colored ones like the nice burgundy and we've got olive and i go wait show me them olive ones though and he pulls out the the olive ones and i take off because they're you know they use uh magnets to uh link up and so i'm looking at it and reza this looks 
so classy. It's almost like a military style headphone with like the uh, the brown sort of uh, headpiece and all that stuff. But like the ear pads are an olive and I go, I'm buying this right now. So funny enough, I forgot my wallet uh, back at the Airbnb. So <laughs> I had to I had to use Harry to buy the headphones for me. But uh, you, you can do Apple Pay. No, I know. I was asking them if they had Apple Pay. He goes, yeah, we haven't set it up yet. I go, no, uh, I want to get the points. Um, so these headphones are quite a bit amount of money. Um, and if I bought them in New York, because the sticker price was the same in Stockholm and in New York, in New York, I would have had to pay like 8.875% sales tax, which on the number that you're seeing on screen is a lot of money, right? Yeah, yeah. Um. And I also asked for the olive. He goes, man, you know, like the sales associate guy who's like this Australian dude goes, yeah, man, really great headphones. Like, uh, I think it looks really sexy, um, that you put the olive ones on the, on the cognac one. But man, we just don't sell. Like, they're just not, they're not available yet. And then the old guy goes, ah, I'll sell it to you. Um, <laughs> so he, he threw it into the price. So, uh, we got them both and he goes, listen, when you go to the airport, Ask for the tax back because it's like a VAT tax that gets charged. Yeah. Um, so I basically, well, and Harry did it and we got the money back. Basically, it turns out that it was the price of the headphones and I got the two olive uh, ear cups for free. Awesome. Yeah. Because the ear cups are like $50 um, and I got an p- extra pair for free in a sense. Um, so that was like the big thing that I spent money on. Uh, totally unnecessary. But uh, with winter coming soon, um, I'm excited to have like over-the-ear headphones. Uh, and I don't know if you're in the in the market for anything right now. Are you in the market for headphones? No, not not right now. Okay. Do I you might... like do you like over-ear headphones? I'm I'm literally wearing some right now. I use I use over-the-ear headphones at home. I don't use them outside because I do like to. Like I use earbuds and I can just kind of pop them in and out, you know, it's yeah. simple enough. And so when I'm walking around, I definitely just do earbuds and, uh, at home I do over the ear. I would definitely be interested in coming years, you know, a year or two, but yeah. not right now. Okay. Um, because what I might do the next time I'm home is I'll just bring the, uh, my current Bowers and Wilkins over ear guys, which is still some of the most luscious sound. I've heard out of headphones uh, in a long, long time. Uh, I'll just have you hold on to them for a little bit. Yeah, uh, nice. Just because someone needs to use it, you know? Like, I'm not going to have them just sit underneath my bed uh, gathering dust. So somebody deserves hi-fi. So I'll just I'll just bring them back. I'll, I'll, I'll lend them to you. Appreciate um, it. Let me, let me ask a quick question, actually. Um, where... where How do you envision you'll be using these headphones? Like, will you be using them on the streets, um, at work, at home? So I'm going to try and use them at work. Uh, They're they're passive noise canceling. So the noise canceling Uh, works because they have a very snug fit around my ear. Like, it's like a around-the-ear headphone as opposed to on-ear. I hate on-ear. Yeah. It's tough. Um, But... uh, on ear works when it's comfortably on ear. Um, Not when it's just clamp a, on your face, on your head. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so I'll try them, but if anything, like I, like you said, I have like these Bowers and Wilkins like earbuds that I walk around with every day. Um, 
But with winter coming, I will use these as earmuffs in a sense. Yeah. Uh, and that's no joke. Uh, it's going to be brutal out there. People are going to die. Um, so it's, uh, I'm excited to use them like walking around headphones as well. Cause I like to use things that I buy, you know, it's not like it's, uh, it's going to be something that I just like buy and like keep sort of hidden from everyone. I want to say that sounds so obvious. You want to use things that you buy, but I guess it's not obvious for everyone. Some people like to buy things just to keep them, you know, you know, for, if if you're a king or queen, you just buy things you keep keep in your closet. Yeah, and then, and you, then you put them, put on them out. Yeah, exactly. Like two hundred years later. Two hundred years later, exactly. Um, it's just one of those things where like it's a it's a super functional piece of thing. It's built really well. I'm gonna take good care of it, uh, and I just want to use it. You know, I spent all this money on it. Might as well use it. I'm looking at the website too. It it did, are they wireless and wired at the same time? Um, Can they do both? So. The wire is like you, it comes disconnected from the wire. Each headphone, so I'm, you're looking, are you looking at the MH60s? Yes. Yeah. So it comes with like two, two, two 3.5 millimeter wires. One with an iPod control and one that's like literally just a wire for like a boot, like a purist in a sense. Uh, cause some people think that if you add the control to the, uh, the wire, the headphone, it, it fucks with the sound a little bit. But. Mm. You can plug it into any ear cup. Um, and right now, because I like wires coming on the left side of my body, the, the control, like the, there's an open port for the right side. You can actually plug in a second, uh, headphone. Oh, interesting. So when we were in the store, he connected three MH60s to each other so we could all listen to it at the same time. That's cool. Which is kind of a neat thing. Like, I don't know if like you have a use for it every day, but yeah, I mean, maybe you don't, but still, it's pretty cool that it's possible. Exactly. It like could be. Some... It could be useful, like when you're on a plane somewhere. You know, you don't you don't have to share an earbud with each person. You can just throw your headphones on. They can connect to you and watch off like the same iPad or whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, that's a great use case right there. Um, so that was like the big purchase that I got out in Stockholm, just like a hi-fi stuff. Um. Cause whenever I see that stuff, it's really good. It's, it's like my kryptonite. It's like, ah, let me check it out. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to have, like, like you said, like a place either for, you know, a movie theater or some sort of like screening room for stuff. Uh, but for me, it'll also be like a listening room for like just, in, just the music that I have. Right. Um, so that'd be really exciting. Um, we, uh, the Airbnb that we stayed at in Stockholm had a, a sauna, uh, that I used a little bit. Uh, it was broken when we got there and I had to work with the Airbnb guy to fix it. And he was like really great. Um, uh, one of the best Airbnb hosts, uh, that I've, that I've sort of had the pleasure of staying with because he was super, uh, attentive to everything and made sure that things, you know, were working really quickly. Um, but it was so nice, like wake up and get a really good steam going in the morning. Um, that's talk, you want to talk about a decadent lifestyle. Like, can you imagine starting every morning with a good steam? Um, you'd feel invincible definitely wake you up pretty well pretty good yeah um overall though like we it was a great sort of pace that we did the entire trip we would like wake up every day at around 10 o'clock we'd eat breakfast around the table we'd sort of talk and chat and we'd be out the door around noon every day uh see some stuff and then like take it real easy grab dinner we'd be home at a reasonable time, we'd be play- and we every night we play this Monopoly go uh, Monopoly deal game. That's like one of my new favorite games. We played so many rounds of it because uh, each game takes like fifteen minutes. 
Um, Which is ridiculous. I, I didn't look into the rules of the game. I just looked the game up. But that's interesting. That's super quick like that. Yeah. So it's like a great travel game. Yeah. Regular Monopoly will take like three hours depending on who you're playing with. Right. And we uh, so we did that and we would go to bed and like there was like no one ever set an alarm. We got up when we felt like it and it was such a great pace. We were still super busy. We saw a lot of stuff. But we never felt like, oh my god, like we need to be out the door at 8 a.m. And we had a full itinerary every day. Which is like, this is sort of like why we're on vacation, you know? You want to sit back and relax and really enjoy your time. As I feel like, oh, it's just like jam-packed schedule. And then we there's a million things we got to do. Which is, I guess, partly um, where we went to and what we were interested in as a group. Yeah. But it was a really good energy. And now I'm back. Feels good to be back, right? Feels so good to be back. It's, I f- uh, I mean, I had, like, I was kind of daunted with my, uh, with the schedule, uh, like three weeks ago because, you know, I had the wedding and then I had another wedding. All, in, all required a little bit of travel. And then I was like prepping for this trip. And now that I'm on the, on the back nine looking at all this stuff, it's like, oh, like, really, really fun month of, uh, September that I had. Yeah. So. Yeah, the, I feel like the the best trips are the ones where you you really enjoy yourself. You get away from everything, and then by the like the last like day or two, you're just kind of itching to get back home, and it just makes you appreciate home that much more when you get back. And you feel, I mean, you're definitely a bit jet lagged and whatnot, but you just feel you feel happy. That's the yeah. best part. Yeah, I mean, when I texted you when I landed, that was like the first thing I said, right? Like, so good to be back home. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, no, I rambled a little bit, but overall, trip was great. Um, travel with some really good friends, uh, really close friends. I know that, you know, I think we were all tired of each other's faces by the end, but, uh, it was like still a phenomenal trip. That's good. That's very good. Yeah. And now we get to go back to, you know, work, work, which I'm, you know, excited again to, to go back to. The darkness that is uh, the winter that's coming up on us. Oh, boy. Um, you know, we're going to be, you know, I haven't played video games in a long time. I was thinking about fighting jet lag with video games. But then I was like, uh, there's like, what am I thinking? There's still nothing good out. Um, I thought you want to play. It's a yeah. great, it's certainly a great way to like, to, to break jet lag, I feel. Because it grabs your focus so intensely that it can it can really just suppress the feeling of tired for a while. Yeah. Like it, it'll kick in for sure eventually, but if you're just super focused, you don't even notice it. Well, yeah. cuz it's gone. It's got to be a good game though, Reza. And I just don't think that there's anything that's been like big enough for me to be like, "Oh, I got to get this game." I mean, you, you could just jump right back into duty. I won't be joining you, but you could jump back into yeah, duty but the, for the week. I mean, get yourself back in there. Ooh, don't don't even put that negativity on me right now. I don't think you would do it anyway because because if I'm not if I'm not playing too, it just becomes it becomes like if you don't have another person in there with you, it becomes a bit boring. It's a very lonely game. Yeah, I guess so. You could um, go into game chat. You can sit there and talk trash with people. That's not, that's always a thing. Yeah, but I mean, I know I'll do a lot better with you not there because we won't be hot, like, we won't be competing for kills in a sense. Yeah. But it's just not the same. Like, 
video games has now become much more of a social thing that we do, you know? It used to be, maybe it's just the product of like the recent game catalogs that have been out recently, but there hasn't been a strong single player game. Like, to me, the last big single player game that I played was The Witcher, right? Where I just disappeared uh, from a lot of, uh, like, I would be in parties with you guys for like three, four hours or whatever, and I just wouldn't say a word. I'd be like, I actually oh. forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's when I was in Seattle. I think what what happened with that too is I was also just playing a single player game at that point too and there was no real need to talk. <laughs> there was nothing to describe to the other person. Yeah. We'd like sign on and we'd be like, Hey, how you doing? Oh good and then it'd be like three hours of silence. And they'd be like, Well, I guess I'm gonna go get some food. It's like, Alright, well I'll I'll see you later. Yeah. And it was just sort of like uh just knowing that somebody else was there was nice. But yeah. Like, when we play video games, like, the types of games that we're playing is so uh, focused around another person being there and making it an integral part of the experience yeah. that it can be sort of jarring when you're not playing with anybody. Yeah, that's true. Although that'll all change on October 21st when Battlefield 1 comes out. What's funny, though, is that you, when you you describe the lack of single-player games that you have, I got like five or six over here just in a in a backlog, plus however many PC games that I have that just are have yet to be played in any meaningful amount. I did venture back into Fallout, actually. Don't lie. I did. And That's crazy. I, you know I finished Dark Souls 3, but I was upset because there were, I had heard that there were three endings, right? And yeah. And uh, I didn't hear that there was a fourth ending, and the fourth ending gives no achievement, and Dark Souls saves your progress all the time. So there's no way you can go back from this mistake. And and I messed up. I messed up bad, Sandy. I basically ha- I would basically have to beat the game another three times, not just two, to 100% the game. And just based off that decision alone, I'm not sure that I have the... Uh, Energy? The, yeah, or the, the desire, really. There's no real... Like I could go through it quickly and get the game done pretty 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 fast because I know what to do, where to go, and what's necessary and what's not necessary. But I just don't know if I feel like it. And that's got good a, enough for me. Got other stuff to do. <laughs> Heck yeah. So so we'll see. But it's uh I know I'm gonna be grocery shopping and like when I when I sign off here, uh I also just realized it's about to be one o'clock and the games are starting. Yeah. Um so you know, no no gaming for me, not yet. Uh, but it's sort of nice to just like be, be real chill about it. You know, I hope everyone's okay with Hurricane Matthew. I know I should have said that at the top of the hour, but uh, really hope everyone's you know sort of surviving and uh, doing okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, before we sign off, I wanted to ask you what what are you listening to? I am currently, and you'll 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 laugh, but. Uh, I actually, because I was flying and I didn't open up Spotify in time, uh, I was sort of left with the music that I had downloaded on my phone, right? Wait, you don't have, you don't cache your music with Spotify? No, no. Why would really? I do that? Yeah. Wait, why, what do you mean, why would you do it? Why wouldn't you do that? <laughs> I mean, I'm walking around all the time or in the city and like, it's always just available to me. I've never thought to be like, oh, I want to download this song. Oh, I just download everything. Not everything, but my liked music is all downloaded and certain playlists are downloaded. So anytime I like something or add it to a playlist, it automatically downloads. So I have hundreds of songs on Spotify saved, but I also have an SD card, a 64 gig SD card. 
Oh, and I mean, my phone's at 64 gigs, but I don't feel the need to fill it with music. Yeah, but but my, my, my SD card's not even half full, which is why I feel like, uh, just, uh, just save everything. Everything's downloaded. Maybe I'll do that. Um, but anyway, so I, I was listening to uh, Frank Ocean's Blonde album, yeah. like, the entire time, and I and I love the album. Um, I know I said that, like, a few weeks ago. I was like, oh, I don't know about this album, but that album is one of the best albums that I've listened to in a long time. And it, and you know what, dude? I'm just treating this album similar to the way I had to treat 808 and Heartbreaks, the same way I had to treat Yeezus, the same way I had to treat uh, Views from the Six, uh, started for, like uh, Nothing Was the Same. Like these albums in the beginning, I'm like, ooh, I don't know about this, you know, this project right here. But now after I've given it like a really detailed listen because there was just nothing else available uh, when I wasn't on Wi-Fi, uh, like man, Frank Ocean really killed it with with uh, with Blonde. Yeah, ha- have you seen or listened to any of the songs that were on the visual album? Uh, no. Yeah, me neither. I don't know why I haven't gone out of my way to try to find that and listen to it because. I feel like I would enjoy it. And the funny thing about Blonde is I did enjoy it, but I never listened to it a lot. I think I did listen to it once either this week or the week or, or last week. Okay. I can't remember. Um, but yeah. Yeah, no, it's a great album. Uh, sonically really complex. Talks about a lot of dark material. Um, but like a lot of universal things like loneliness and trying to find love and all that stuff. Uh, it was just such a great album. I just, Maybe I just I wasn't focused on it when I was first giving it my li- like the you know the initial inaugural listens, but man, phenomenal phenomenal album, and so that's definitely what I've had uh, on repeat again, which is always sort of nice to to come back to something and be like, all right, you know what, let's try this again and be like, oh man, where what was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, what are you listening to? So I was listening to, uh, I don't know if you heard this, this group, uh, Little Brother. Uh, they, they have an album, uh, it's a few years old. It's called The Minstrel Show. Show. So I was listening to that. Uh, I think I got into it because one of their songs showed up either on, on, on Pandora or like my Spotify Weekly. Yeah. And then, um, I don't know if you saw this video, but I started, I, I was listening to a little bit of Vince Staples. I had never heard of him before until this video. Um, are, are you familiar with him? Yeah. Okay, so I I never heard of him, but there was that video with the Christian uh, mother of four who was like very upset about the fact that one of his songs uh, called North North was being played on the radio. And she proceeded to read all the lyrics with an earshot of her like two year old who was like right behind her. So the video is like 11 minutes long. And uh that that brought that brought Vince Staples to my attention, so I was listening to him a little bit. Never How heard him it? before. Hey, he's, he's he's all right. <laughs> he's pretty good. Um, all that all that leader be like, yeah, yeah he's yeah. he's all right. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know. I it, it's uh, it's he's he's pretty interesting, I guess. The uh, I think the most interesting thing was just the the, the mother's reaction to, to Vince Staples being played on the radio and how she was talking about the music that was played back in her day. Proceeded to to mention like Britney Spears, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, Christina Aguilera, all whom were were uh, relevant around the same time as someone like Eminem, right? 
uh, who was which is crazy by the way who was definitely played on the radio I just think it's funny how the previous generation will always 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 complain about the music that's played on the radio oh sure I think it's going to be something that changes that happens to you when you have kids but like I can certainly I can certainly understand it but it doesn't offend me either you know if I hear songs on the radio I'm just going to change the station if I don't like them if I think they're they're offensive but I also I also understand that a lot of people do listen to them and I can't sit there and control the music that my kids listen to you know 24-7 and but like you know the the, the the what he's talking about in in the song that she was complaining about is kind of his his life what what his life was and is you know relating to violence and gangs and whatnot and the music that she was talking about that she listened to when she was a kid were just implied sex <laughs> and yeah. so when she sits there and talks about how like wholesome they were i'm just like well it, it's not like they're completely innocent i mean Half the songs on the radio today, maybe not even half, probably more than half, are are about either sex, drugs, or violence. It's really hard to get away from it, and they. I mean, just... I'm being told to eat the booty like groceries. Exactly on the radio right on now. On the radio, and these little <laughs> girls are singing it. Like, do you even know what you're singing about right now? Lena was telling me that uh, one of these Chris Brown songs was on the radio, and, and he says something about like pulling the panties to the side, and, and like you know, it's. It's like, you can't be having an 11-year-old <laughs> singing this line back yeah. to me. Apparently, they censored the word panties, but, like, she, I mean, you know, it's, it's it was pretty obvious to the, to those in the know, at least. Right. And, and yeah, I mean... The, I mean, the, what's funny, though, is, so, like, when we have kids and we're going to be listening to music, and it's like, oh, back in my day, like, yeah, back in my day, what am I going to play for my kids? Kanye West? Yeah, exactly. Like, like, that's going to be such a, a funny moment to be like, yo, listen, you think this electronic music that you're listening to right now, that ain't music. <laughs> you know, and what I'm going to do, I'm going to put on Kanye fucking West and be like, yo, this is music right here. Like, that just to me is such a funny moment. That's funny. There, there's the uh, there's the line, I can't tell me nothing, where Kanye is like, old folks talking about, talking about back in my day. Yeah, exactly. And um, then that's going to be, that's going to be me. That's gonna be you. That's gonna be yeah. me shaking my fist at the sky. Like, <laughs> you know, back in my day, you know, we listened to people wear masks and, and rap about the devil. You know. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, you, you you can't you can't pick and choose. I mean, I guess you can't pick and choose if you really want to, but you can't you can't pick and choose and sit there and talk about how the music of your generation was this and this or that, um, when clearly there was other stuff that was certainly being played on the radio. And at the end of the day, people complained about that one too during that time. And the best way to avoid it was just to not listen to it or change the station when it came up on the radio. And also, yeah. you probably shouldn't be reading the lyrics. Like she was talking about the censored lyrics, and she's sitting there reading all the lyrics to this word to this song in uh, like the full ten minutes. It took it took her all ten minutes to read them all, but she read it completely uncensored and words and all right in front of her daughter or something. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Like like two years old, like right behind her. I'm like, right. whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like you gotta you gotta realize what you're trying to do right now, and whether or not this uh, outrage that you're sort of uh, showing the world is a yeah. done in the right way, uh, and b sort of like, are you not being a hypocrite for you reading all these lyrics? Yeah, 
Like I'm all for her complaining and being her right to complain. Because I think I assume that she did this like on Facebook Live or something like that, based on what she was saying at the beginning of the video. And someone probably just recorded, or I guess it records automatically, whatever it does. But um, you know, don't don't sit there and read all the lyrics right there. You know, you can complain about the stuff. You can talk about the music in general that's played on the radio and how maybe some of the stuff that's played on the radio shouldn't be played because it's too it's too suggest like it's public radio it's too suggestive for the people that are going to be listening to it that, that can listen to it without any type of parental um clearance you but know? it's not public radio though well i mean isn't it you just if if a, if a kid if a kid has a radio just as long as you got the antenna just throw it on you can you can listen to it Oh well, I, I guess I'm getting into semantics because public radio is like NPR stuff. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Just like you know, just accessible by anyone. So it's not like HBO where you gotta buy into it, and or it's not like I don't know. There's there's no there's no like parental chip where where if a parent is if a parent could give pre pre um, clearance to certain stations, you know, it's that that's not allowed. I'm just saying like in general, it seems like they can talk about whatever they want on the radio as long as they don't say like, what is it? The, the seven nasty words at nine, nine words. I can't remember what they are now, Yeah. but as long as you don't say those words, you're pretty good. You're pretty good to go. And yeah. anything else can be implied or suggested in, in, in any, in any means by any means. So I'm totally, I'm totally with her on that end, but to go ahead and read all the lyrics right in front of your daughter not a good look right i think it's come, that also starts to bring into the conversation a much larger conversation uh about some other stuff that i don't want to get into because yeah. that would be a whole new show yeah yeah we've gone along we've gone on long enough yeah so. but uh, it's all good right. to, it's good to be home yeah for sure good to have you back appreciate it boss all right well i'm right. gonna go ahead and sign off here all right all right well i'm Razzle. I'm Sandy. Thanks very much for listening. We'll uh we'll see you guys next week.